Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. I'm Allison Bree from NBC's Community and AMC's Mad Men, and you're listening to Ballsworthy Radio. Welcome to our first show of 2010, everybody. This is Navelle J. Lee your host of Buzzworthy Radio. It's not Buzzworthy Radio like Allison Brie called it. I'm just telling you that up front. That is something that she thought it was called, so she decided to use that in a promo for our show. I figured, why the heck not? Why not use it for our first show in 2010, huh? How about that? You know, why not? Just, let's just go ahead. Uh, thanks for everybody. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Um, their Christmas and their New Year's was great. You know, I, I really, really hope you guys had a lot of fun doing that, and I can't believe we're now back in reality. But uh, we are actually joined right now by Mr. Justin Sheckenrow. Did I say that right? Holy crap. <laughs> how, do, how do I say it? Do it again. It's Justin Shankerow. Shankerow. That's it. Okay. There it is. You know, I was I seriously was practicing this, and I was like, okay, maybe I got this, and I'm like, I, and here I am on the air now going like, I didn't get this. <laughs> it's just like, like Cruiser Pit. It's pretty easy. Yes, well, uh, all I can say is like, well, then there's my first name that nobody can pronounce. It's like I get every other pronunciation in the book. I get Neville. I get Navel. I get Novel. It's, it's, it's just so, it's. So believe me, when I thought of that, I said, yeah, now I understand. Right, right, <laughs> totally, man, I'm here. <laughs> so how are you? Welcome, welcome to the show, man. I'm fantastic, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy 2010 to you too, sir. I, yeah. Wow. It's, I, I got to tell you, it's going by too quickly right now. and uh, It is, it getting, is. It's, but, I'm sorry, go on. I was going to say, we're getting older by the minute. We are, we are. But, you know, I keep thinking, like, uh, back when I was a kid and I saw Back to the Future 2, and I kept thinking that that was the future, and now we're sort of in the future, and I'm wondering where my hovercraft car is and my hovercraft <laughs> skateboard, you know? Why am I still driving on a street? I should be flying yeah. around in my car. I'm expecting to have it be like that of the Jetsons. Absolutely, me too. I'm, I'm waiting. Where is it? Where is it? And we don't have it. <laughs> we're still like we're still stuck in the suburbs kind of thing. It sucks. Exactly. exactly. Well, dare to dream. Let's put it that. Dare yeah. to dream. Dare to dream. So you're out there in uh, New York, right? Um, I'm in my hometown, New Jersey, right now. You're in Jersey. Fantastic. I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's from New Jersey. She grew up in Pennsauken. Get out of here! You know that's only you know that's only like forty five minutes away from where I live. Really? <laughs> it is. I'm dead serious. 
Yeah, very cool. I love it out there. And I, uh, she now lives in Manhattan, so I go out to New York quite often. I love the city. Yeah, can I have, like, the weather, though, of California, of the West Coast? Oh. I'd love to have the... Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we're 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 lucky. I uh, I was out in New York for the holidays and it was freezing, and I just got back here a few days ago, and I mean it's been 74 every day. It's I was in shorts and a t-shirt today outside. It's gorgeous. Oh man, I hate you. <laughs> what a way to start off the show, man. Just like yeah, insult my totally. guests, man. Just that, that that's totally how it rolls here. Yeah, it, it, it's it's it's. Way of the way of the land, man. I'll tell you what. That's the hey. I like it. I'm I jealous. like it. That's right. I'm jealous. I'm highly jealous, man. So, <laughs> so, so, so let's let's talk about this thing that you're doing on Bravo now. This uh, cool. this show that you're doing on here. This it's in the second season. Um, yeah, Millionaire Matchmaker. It's uh, my episode airs uh, January 26th at 10 p.m. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It was a blast to shoot. Oh yeah. Care to? Oh, yeah. Are you are you able to tell us exactly what you did, somewhat well, without know, I, giving I, too I much away? I don't, I don't think I can go into full details. I mean, for that you might have to watch the show, but you know I can give you a little taste. How's that? Give you, give us a little taste. Yeah, give us a little taste. <laughs> well, they uh, so I meet Patty. She comes over to my house and she wants to find out what kind of woman I'm interested in. And, you know, I sort of give her the specs, and then she takes me to this, she tells me she's going to introduce me to a bunch of women, so she takes me to this really hot, swanky bar in Hollywood and introduces me to about 30 women, and I had to mingle with them. Now, let me tell you, that wasn't so bad. I mean, oh, you know, <laughs> usually you go to a bar in Hollywood, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're lucky to be able to talk to one girl. Here, I was, I was walking around, and they were talking to me, and I was so overwhelmed. It was just, you know, it was fantastic. I wish every day was like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're pretty much living the dream of a, a, a huge nerd. Like, yeah. a nerd would pretty much love exactly what you just described. To well, us right now. I mean that that's that's my life. So uh so it was it was very fun and uh and entertaining for myself as well. It was overwhelming. So then I got to choose of the 30 I chose two of them to go like on a little mini date with to decide which one I wanted to, you know, take on a real date. And then I chose one of those girls and then we went on this uh, pretty fantastic date. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Oh man, maybe I need to I need to rethink my priorities and actually pack up my suitcase and move out there to the West Coast, man. I'm telling you, man, you got to come out here and do your radio what show. What am I missing, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, and uh, we'll get you on Millionaire Matchmaker. You'll be the next millionaire on the show. Million, we're we're highly reaching, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not? But it was uh I had a lot of fun doing the show and you know, I've been an actor for since I was a kid. I've grown up acting and it was my first uh entree into the reality world, which is definitely very different than, you know, working on a, obviously a, you know, a scripted television show or a film, but uh it was a fun experience. I was definitely uh I I was excited that I did it and now I've sort of got a couple development ideas for reality shows which I'm out pitching right now. Oh yeah, what, like what, yeah. for instance? Well, I got a, I got a uh, an interesting idea for a show called Becoming a Millionaire, which is sort of a little bit of a you know, it's like a a little offset of the show. I mean, it's it's just somewhere from the show, but it's got a similar title. 
And, you know, the American dream is for everyone to become a millionaire, right? I mean, that's what everyone oh, dreams absolutely. about when they're kids. You work hard, and one day you'll make millions of dollars. But there's no – and there's a lot of reality shows that tackle issues of millionaire kind of facades, millionaire matchmaker, you know, can I marry a millionaire, all these things. But what about a show that actually – took contestants from all around the country, you know, from different backgrounds, like one was real estate, one's an actor, one's a musician, one's a banker, and trained these people on how to become a millionaire by giving them a mentor in their field. And every week they'd have like this competition where they would have to accomplish some kind of task in their field. And, you know, their mentor would help them. And, and mm -hmm. you would get all these training techniques sort of because right now I'm getting my MBA at night, I'm getting okay. a master's in business, and so you teach these people about strategy and business development and marketing and promotion, and, uh, you know, the audience would call in or vote in every week to decide who they wanted to keep on. Great. Wow. This is, so, this is perfect. I want to be a millionaire. Maybe I should do yeah. this. <laughs> exactly. But then, but then you realize you're going to make a public spectacle of yourself on television, and then you, you realize, are. and then you go... Yeah, do I want to be embarrassed and have True. millions of people watch me? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. I, I feel, I'm feeling it already just by because uh, they're showing the preview for my episode of Millionaire Matchmaker all the time on Pro, on Bravo, and also they've got it online on their website. And uh, I guess I'm the only millionaire that they chose to speak, like in the trailer. I say, you know, that she Patty opens it up like meet our millionaires, and then I say ready to fall in love, and everyone else there's just like a quick flash on who they are. So I've been getting text messages and emails and phone calls from people like out of the woodwork, people I haven't talked to in years, and they're like, are you doing, are you doing this episode of Millionaire Matchmaker? Or my cousin, you know, the best thing was he uh, sends me a text, and he's like, you're not doing a show called Millionaire Matchmaker, are you? I mean, your cousin Lindsay just called me. She said she thinks she saw you on it. You wouldn't do something ridiculous like that, would you? And I was like, yep. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Take pride in it. Don't shy away from it, man. That's right. That's right. I That's mean, you know, roll. if you're going to do it, you better own it. So it was it was fun. I'm glad I did it. Go big or go home. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, we only live once. You just got to do it. Now, you did you did actually one of the shows I watched when I was a young kid. Well, you're probably not that much older than me. But uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. it fences. Yes, Picket Fences. I love working on Picket Fences. Um, that was a good was, show, man. It was. It was a, it was a great show. We were, uh, you know, it was David Kelly's first show that he wrote by himself. He was the creator of the yeah. show, and he was just brilliant. And, uh, you know, he went on to write Alan McBeal and Chicago Hope and The Practice and Boston Legal, and he has a new show coming on the air. And um, it was just great. I mean, I... I would. I had just worked on a show before that called Erie, Indiana, which I did on. I cannot believe how many people have told me that they remember that show. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a trip. It's a trip. We only did it for a year, but it was a really brilliant show as well, and it had a great core audience, and people just loved that show. And I love working on it. It was a blast. And um, so David Kelly saw me on that show, and so he brought me in to read for him for Picket Fences, and then, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to get cast to play Tom Skerritt's son, and it was just awesome. You know, I mean, I was working with Tom Skerritt, Kathy Baker, Don Cheadle, Lauren Holly. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these just brilliant, fantastic actors and great writing, and it was just a dream. It was so much fun. What have you uh, learned when doing uh, Erie, Indiana, and 
picket fences, because you've done some guest spots on other shows before, like Who's the Boss, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. What have you taken from those shows that you've done into what you're doing now? Uh, what did I take from being a series regular and sort of working as a young actor to working currently as an actor? Yes. Is that the question? Well, I mean, a, a lot. I think, I, you know, I definitely learned a lot of training. First of all, just um, working as an actor, I think, is the best training you can have because it's just, uh, you know, no matter what kind of acting classes you're in, which I think are awesome, you know, there's nothing like being on the set and having the crew there watching you and interacting with the other actors. So being able to just interact with the actors and listen to them and respond to them, I think has made me a... a really sort of helped train me into the actor that I am today. And then, you know, as well, like, just uh, the, the great relationships that I was able to build with the, some of the producers on the set and some of the directors and writers and other actors, I've been able to sustain those relationships now. And, and it's great. I mean, when you're working on a show every day for four years, it becomes like a family, you know, the, the yeah. whole crew and the whole cast. And it's like a big family. So it's a lot of fun to... Um, to build that relationship. And I was young, you know, I was like 11 or 12 to 16 years old. So it's a big, big part of growing up. And so I learned a lot about myself and a lot of how to work with other actors and other crew. And I mean, in fact, uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm having dinner with uh, Kathy Baker, you know, who played my mom on the show and is a right. brilliant actress, does a lot of movies. And, you know, we're, we're catching up and getting grabbed dinner. So it's really nice to be able to do that. Cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Do you keep in touch with anybody else from um, from any other shows that you've done? Or Yeah, I mean, well, I, from Picket Fences, I keep in touch with uh, Adam Wiley, who played my brother on the show. He works a lot. Great guy. And um, Kathy Baker and Holly Marie Combs, every once in a while, she did Charm for a bunch of years, and Lauren Holly. Um, and, it, excuse me, I've run into Costas Mandalore, who played the cop every now and then. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a good crew, and in fact, it's funny, Adam and I, we did a, a show for years on Nickelodeon together called Hey Arnold, where I, I played the uh, the bully on the show, Harold. So that was sort of yes, fun to do together. Yes, 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 Yeah. The days when Nickelodeon was good, actually. Exactly. Tell me. Bring, tell, bring those shows back. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Oh, I agree man. with see, you. See, now we're, now we're talking about recapturing our youth, man, and this, that depresses me. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, like, I, 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 just, I remember growing up with, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks and the Flintstones. I mean, I freaking love those shows. The Jetsons, you know? man. The Jetsons, He-Man. I mean, those were the, those were the cartoons when I was growing up, and, I think they blow them out of the water compared to what's on now, but, you know, what do I know? Yeah. Basically the same amount of stuff that I know, and that's pretty much nothing. <laughs> where that rolls. Exactly. Yeah. That is where that rolls. Now, uh, yeah. I actually saw this little bit of a video kind of trailer thing on MySpace, actually, um, for uh -huh. this film called Tears. You could yes. start this. Um, yes. Tell us a yeah, little bit about that path. That was a really um, that was a great film that uh, I shot a little while ago, and it's an interesting it's an interesting film. I actually play a dead guy who comes back to life in this guy's imagination. The guy the the main lead is a, is a serial killer, and I'm sort of his um, conscience, but his his bad conscience, I guess you would call it, because I'm sort of instigating him to go on the killing spree. So I'm. Uh, 
I mean, even though I'm the bad conscience, I'm sort of the comic relief because I say things that are just off the wall and uh, you know throw them in, <laughs> throw them into bad situations where you shouldn't be involved in. But uh, I like it because you know I'm the I'm the I'm the the nemesis. So that was a lot of fun to shoot. Wow. And I did, uh, did an independent film recently called Fuel, which is out uh, at the fest on the festivals, and that was another sort of. Uh, naughty character that I was a, I was a guy that was trying to I, I mean I would like to say that I was trying to seduce the female lead but she might say that I was trying to attack her it's just a it's, it's a matter of a point of view <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, that was a fun character to play and when can we expect to see this uh, this movie uh, Tears actually Tears I think it's supposed to be coming out in March um, probably like at, at the at the sort of the independent uh, on the independent film theaters like in Los Angeles we've got the Lemley theaters sort of they show more of the art films I don't know you guys are probably I'm sure have something in Jersey which is a similar kind of venue I mean it's not going to be at the big theaters it's going to be at more of the art house kind of theaters okay and uh, but it, it's a, it was a fun project so if you get a chance go check it out absolutely. I'm a yeah. huge fan of indie films, so yeah, I'll definitely check that out. And thank you. And you just did another project recently called Aliens in America. Yes, Aliens in America, which was an awesome show on the CW network. Um, I did the pilot episode. I played a bully. What's up with me always getting? Why are you playing bullies? Play bullies? I You're don't know. Bullies. It's, it's, and you don't even look like a bully. You don't look like a bully. I don't act like a bully. In fact. You know, I, I was the kid that, that bullies would try and beat up when I was a kid, you know? <laughs> so yeah. It's fun, it's, it's I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to agree with that, was I? <laughs> no, you but definitely I, were not. But, no, uh, I was not, but uh, I did. And <laughs> you're pre- cool, you're pretty cool. much not going to come on the show again, are you? <laughs> no, definitely never again, for sure. This is it. So you better get all you can. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was great. I mean, I uh, it was a fun, fun character. I went actually. I played high school, which was fun. You know, they dyed my hair blonde, and um, I was playing like sixteen, sixteen years old on the show, which is I'm just happy that I can still play that. And uh, <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I I beat up Dan Bird, who was the lead character on in the show, who was a really funny, great guy as well. And I was just I was a twin with my with my other brother, except we looked nothing alike. He was like this big hulking kind of guy, and I was sort of this wiry, uh, mean guy. And, and it was—it's a really fun comedy, and I was and really stoked to uh, be a part of the show. Hmm. Interesting. In fact, it's—it's it's funny because one of the scenes that we shot, because um, you know it was this half-hour comedy. One of the scenes that we shot, we took the when we were beating up the kid, we we found him in the locker room and we took uh-huh. like a, a a water gun and put it in his mouth like we're going to kill you we're going to kill you and there was all this crap obviously going on in the world and the CW was told you know, the CW told the producers you are absolutely not putting that on the air so they cut that little scene they cut that out <laughs> yeah yeah for obvious reasons but it was it was wow. fun. It was a great show, it was a great show. yeah <laughs> it definitely, it wow! Definitely pushed the, it definitely pushed the envelope. I mean, it's a it's a funny concept of having a a Muslim kid move into a small town and you know in the in the suburbs of America and living with this 
you know, this white kind of family that has no idea about Muslims, and then the Muslim kid goes to school. It was just funny. It was really well written. Cool, man. Yeah. And this is a show I never even heard of. And I claim to be a TV aficionado, and I never even heard of this. So it was like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, you know, it, it got a season on CW. It was on for a year, and you know, it's just unfortunately they're pulling the ratings that I guess they wanted, so they canned it. But it was a great show, really well written, very funny, and uh, happy to be a part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And you, and uh, let, let's take it here. Uh, congratulations on order, by the way. Uh, you have a production company called Shake That Fro. Shake That Fro Productions. How yeah, did you, first of all, how did you come up with that name, first of all? I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. There's, uh, you know, that's not a normal name, let me tell you. But uh, when I was a kid and I was working on Take Offenses, I was also going to regular school. So the days I wasn't on set, I was just going to regular school. And I had this, like, big, you know, sort of Jew fro. And the kids at school would always fro? Be, yeah, I had a fro. <laughs> like a Danny Masterson kind of fro, or totally. In fact, it's funny. I was up for that '70s show, but that punk got it away from me. I'll never, I'll never live that down. Are um, you kidding? Really? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I'm you were, really you were up guy. for Danny's part, or were you up for something yeah, else? Yeah, no, I was, uh, no, I was up for Danny's part. Okay. Yeah, no. I mean, he's a great guy, really funny, but uh, you know, I, uh, I'd probably be living in some freaking mansion in France if I was, if I had done that show. Um, but regardless, <laughs> regardless, when I was at school, I had this big fro. So kids at school, because I have, you know, this funny last name, Shankaro, they would, they would call me Shankaro Shake That Fro. So, I, and I hated it. I hated it. You know, when you're like 14, 15 years old, the la- all you want to do is, is fit in. You don't want to be some outsider and you know, especially you don't want to be, you know, some weird kid with some fro. So I just couldn't stand it. And they, of course, the more someone doesn't like something, the more people are going to call you it, right? Because they just love to exactly. see you. Right? That's exactly. how kids are. They're the worst. So anyway, so, I, you know, I lived that down finally when I went to college. And I was thinking a couple of years ago when I was formulating my production company, I was trying to come up with names here and there forever. And then, you know, I just thought it was so funny, the name, at retrospect, like in my 20s now, I just think it, it was a hilarious name. So I was like, no one's going to have a name Shake That Pro Productions, so that's what I called it. There you go, and pretty yeah. much it stuck. <laughs> it it stuck, man. Exactly. Yeah. See, see, now you owe a lot of gratitude to all those that called you um, Shake Your Road, Shake That Pro. You're right. See, now You're you right. owe that exactly. all to them. You're right, and when and when I start producing movies and TV shows that start making a lot of money, they're going to be calling me and asking for royalties. And you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah. No. No. <laughs> so if any of you are listening to this right now, you pretty much yeah. got your answer. Don't That's ask right. Justin for any royalties because you're pretty much going to get an N O <laughs> answer right there, baby. That's right. It ain't exactly. happening. It ain't happening. Yeah. The best Christmas ever, best Christmas ever you did that, um, which was I was going to segue into. The best Christmas ever. Was it really the best Christmas ever when you did this production? Uh, production? Oh, God. Did you was see it? Really? it? Did you I did see not it? see it. No, I didn't you gotta, see it. You gotta, at some point, you got to check it out. It's a short film that I um, wrote and directed and starred in, and it's really funny. Um, of course, I'm a little biased, but it's You're really allowed. funny because – Yes, I'm allowed. I wrote it with a, with another buddy of mine, and we both had these crazy stories when, you know, we first sort of were 
getting it on with girls. I won't go into further detail because I know this is a G-rated show. But um, we, we both had these sort of very funny experiences that happened. So what we did is we combined our two experiences and made it into this short film. And uh, it's, it's just really funny. It's like a, you know, five, six-minute little short film. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and we won uh, a couple festivals, which was great. We won the New Orleans International Film Festival, which was fun, and we did quite well with the short. And it was just—it was a blast to shoot. Really fun. Nice, nice, yeah. man. In fact, it was interesting. I—it was like the first thing that Taryn Southern had done. I saw her, and I really liked her, so I cast her in it. And now she's mm-hmm. she's working all the time. She's like a pretty big. I mean, she's not a big star, but she's she's definitely on her way. So it's, it was she's on her way, yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. Now, now let's get down to let's get down to the main business at hand, man. Where can people find you online? You got a site out there. I know you got a website. You got a Twitter. Oh, you yeah. got a Facebook. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I would love I would love people to check me out. They can you know go directly to my website, which is justinshankaro.com. And, uh, you know, check out the stuff that I've got going on over there. And they also can, you know, find me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Justin Shankaro or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Justin Shankaro. And, uh, you know, come add me as a friend. I would love to be friends with uh, with all my fans out there and people interested in knowing more about uh, what kind of work I'm doing. I, I, I love it. It's great. Besides... And besides everything we just talked about, is there anything else we should be looking out there that you're going to be in or you're going to be doing that we have not mentioned yet? Um, I, want to make sure, I want to make sure we got the, you know, we laid all that well, groundwork. You. You know? I appreciate it. Well, I actually, on the, uh, I also have a real estate company, so if people are interested in purchasing real estate, they can also find me at my real estate company, which is uh, positivecashflownetwork.com. So that's a little something because I've, you know, since I was a kid, I've taken all my money and invested in real estate, which is fortunately the, you know, the reason I'm not living in a in a box on the corner. Um, so that's done. Fortunately, that's done well. And I started a company a little while ago with some some partners of mine, and it's all about buying and selling cash flow real estate. So that's done really nicely. So I enjoy that. And in acting wise, I think I've I think I've given you all the stuff. I've I've also got a, a script that I've written with my writing partner, which we're really excited about. It's called Survival to Finleys. It's about a, a family that's trying to barely scrape together their pennies during this economic downturn, and they're, uh, they're hoping to come out the other end. So we're pitching that to Warner Brothers in a few weeks. And, uh, you know, excited to be working and just feel blessed to, to do it. Oh, also, I didn't mention I do a bunch of voiceovers as well, and I uh, had the good fortune of doing some voiceover work for Avatar, which was awesome. And uh, that was really cool. And I did some voiceover work for Blindside and uh, New Moon, and also the upcoming film Extraordinary Measure with Harrison Ford and and the new film Valentine's Day with every star in the world, Ashton Kutcher. I mean, it's everyone's in that movie. So nice, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. You're doing well, man. You're doing well. I'm trying, you know. I, I got to put pennies in the in the in the piggy bank. So I'm and I'm I'm just thrilled to be working as an actor. It's great. Absolutely, man. It was great, man, that you're doing so well with yourself now. And I'm so glad you stopped by on the show, my first show of the new year, oh, thank man. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You it was sh- a, you should it was, you should feel like you should feel like honored that you are part of the first 2010 show that we are doing right now. 
I do. I do. I feel like, you know, we we brought in the decade together. Yeah. No, I didn't really think that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking it now. Thanks. <laughs> we'll we'll go with that. We'll Why go not, with man. that. Yeah, cool. But uh, thank you so much for having me on, and you know, let me know. I'd love to be on in the future and talk about any you know upcoming projects I've got going on, and talk to your audience. And it's uh, super fun, and you got an awesome show. So thank you again. Well, guess what? The door is always open for you to come back. We'd love to have you back on any time, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Take care now. All right, buddy. You too. Stay warm in New York or in Jersey. I got my heater on in my room right now, so I'm pretty good. much I'm pretty much square. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good stuff. Take good care. Stuff. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Fun guy right there, ladies and gentlemen. First show of 2010, Justin Shankaro. See, I got it. I got that. See, look at that. I was able to get his name right. After he leaves, <laughs> I can't do that when he's on air, right? But uh, make sure you guys check him out on Millionaire Matchmaker, which I believe he's going to be on in this week. Um, and, of course, the English woman is now telling me I have 19 seconds left before it cuts out into dead air. Don't you love that when it's in your ear and it tells you that all the time? It's great. It's great. I love it. Not really, but, you know, you get used to it after a while. Not. But we are wrapping up the show here. we got some stuff coming up within the next few weeks' time that I cannot tell you about because if I say it, then it's going to wind up not happening. <laughs> so you got to stay tuned for that. We are definitely going to let you know exactly when our next show is going to be. But for now, I'm the LJ Lee signing off, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.